Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to the Junk Time AFL podcast. Round one, Eve 2020. Welcome to you from Wayne Jackson Studio <laughs> and Rod Carter Studios. My name is... Uh, Michael Chamberlain and uh, oh. gee, you yeah okay there, Adam Rosenberg. See you. Oh mate, totally fine. Going good, mate. Uh, c- continue on. Conti- okay, we just uh, <coughs> so much like to unpack of the. Oh boy, is it? Fuck, it's cold in Wayne Jackson Studios today, man. Yeah, you look um, a bit. You look a bit sweaty. A bit feverish. Should you? Fuck, it's hot in here. It's hot in Wayne Jackson <laughs> Studios. Fucking, what is going on? Anyway, uh, mate, I'm I'm flying. I'm looking forward to the uh, start of the uh, season. I um, <coughs> oh, that's that okay. I, I, what, I, I, what, I col- say- what color do you reckon that is? There's, is that green or yeah, there's blood? Bit of bit of green. There's a bit of blood in there. And I can I can yeah. see you you're bleeding from the eyes just a little bit. Just, just a, little a bit, bit, mate. It's just a bit, mate. It's like you just got to run it. You got to run it out. Is what I've always found with, uh, uh, you know, because people are worried about the coronavirus and spreading. I say you run it out, right? Now, the reason I may be sounding a little bit rough, I've just, I know Comedy Festival has been cancelled. We'll get to that shortly. But I had already kicked off a world tour. So I've just come back from uh, Wuhan, Italy, South Korea and Peter Dutton's office. That was my, <laughs> that was my world tour. And um, <coughs> excuse me. I mean, Dutton and, uh, would be a great crowd too. I mean, known for his sense of humour. Fucking loves a laugh. Yeah. Dutters, as I call him. He fucking loves it. So anyway, I'm, I'm in Wayne Jackson Studios. I've uh, got myself a, uh, some chicken and bat soup. So I am... Delicious, it's, yes. Yeah, it's, it's, it's basically your um, antibiotic. It's that, it's is, that uh, Oprah um, saying, you know, chicken and bat soup for the soul. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. And also, just to make sure that uh, people know that I may have done that... I've been flying from airport to airport around Australia, Good point. letting people know where I've been, like going out to people, getting in close, whispering to them, hey, just came back from Wuhan, Peter Dutton's office, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, like uh, really getting close and personal at oh, the mate. baggage baggage claim. Oh, you know, the only way that I know that a bag is mine is from taste. So <laughs> I have to lick every bag that's on the carousel. People think I'm weird, but I'm like, well... You know, what if you? What if it's in the dark? How else are you supposed to know which one is yours? Yeah, and the sure. other way, the only way is from taste. Do you uh, actually do that? Like, I I never know which bag is mine, so I genuinely have to kind of get. I, I, Getting I, close. I often will take a picture of my bag on my phone, so I can rem- remember what it is because I never know uh, what bag I have. Sorry, Donatella Versace. How many <laughs> fucking bags have you got? No, I got like three, I suppose, or two. I don't know, but I I never know which one's mine. You don't do the, you don't tie the ribbon on it. Uh, no, 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 because um, it's a bit. That's a bit flowery for me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought yours would be some fucking weird ass Hawthorne suit. Yeah, I was going to say yeah, like with a picture a of Cyril on it, pork medallion on it, or something like that. Yeah, no, put one of your many, or just put like a big MCC one that comes out before everyone else's. Well, I mean, I'm in, in first class, so usually they do have someone <laughs> yeah. bring it out for me. <laughs> 
Yeah, and because they know to see you because you're in your Qantas pyjamas. Yeah, I've never actually walked through an airport terminal in my life. <laughs> you know, I go through the underground. Yeah, the back gate that, yeah. uh, that Lady Gaga goes through. Well, How's it's, it going to uh, be? A couple of, big couple of weeks, mate. How's it going to be? What do you reckon? So, basically, uh, no... I, I, as soon as the NBA shut it down, you thought, there's no way the AFL can play in front of a crowd. Like, it's finally here. Coronavirus has fucked it up. And it's how weird is it going to be? Like, Channel 7, for as long as the season stays afloat, will be fucking wrapped with the numbers. Because oh, everyone is going to be at home. Uh, TV networks and streaming companies are going to yeah. go through the roof, aren't they? You would think so, for the short term. But... Is it the same? Like, is it the same calling an ump a bald-headed flog from home? Well, I don't think it thing. is. You know, that's you don't thing. get that. I mean, finally, I can kind of, I can say all the racist things I wanted to say. <laughs> <laughs> won't get caught. Yeah, you can get it out there. Won't you know have what's anyone texting be... my seat number to the <laughs> security. You know what's going to be really weird is um, how the commentators, uh, well, basically, commentate. Because, you know, they very much are influenced by the crowd. So yep. if it's a close game, they get carried away and the crowd noise kind of drowns them out. Mm-hmm. But when you have no one there and all you can hear is the players calling out like a TAC Cup game, if you're over the top, you sound like a, well, more of a fucking moron than you normally do. Well, someone made the point the other day, I can't remember what it was, watching the, listening to the radio or something, but they said if someone took mark of the century, they'd time it oh, just yeah. come down and it'd be like, Oh that, oh, oh, that was a good mark. <laughs> like, there'd be no, no reaction. That's a really good point. And also, like, um, you know, you got your boundary riders. You don't really need them mic'd up. You just go, hey, Richo, how's <laughs> it there? He's like, oh, yeah, he's came off. He's got a corky, I think. No worries, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, it was at the cricket the other day. They didn't get close to the people when they interviewed them. I think they used a spider cam. And so I think oh, Howie right? was doing interviews from about 30 metres away. Um, and they kind of, kind of just, you know talk long distance it's a shame that got that uh that one day international uh tries uh you know series between australia and new zealand got shut down because i remember as a kid all you look forward to was Mm. a shitty one day international in mid-march i know it It screams cricket do do you get the idea of the planning for that kind of stuff it's like wait a second you've had like cricket's done (laughs) we've had yeah yeah we've had five months of cricket like why are we taking on like another and also a 50 over like a 2020 will get people in obviously yeah i mean the women's world cup final that was that's that was the end of cricket okay yeah that was your full stop wasn't it yeah i mean how lucky man like if they didn't get to play that last week in front of a crowd yeah that would have been awful what about marley and pickett he's gonna go from ninety five (laughs) thousand people to zero. The poor guy in his second game, he's going, oh, I'm going back to Perth. This is fucked. Uh, okay, so we got, we'll, we'll, we'll break it all down, all the information. Um, they're going to play in front of no one. The mm. AFL seemed desperate to play all of the contracted games. So they're saying, we just want to play 198 games. It doesn't matter how we or where we play them. We just yeah, because they're talking, because there seems to be the talk that come mid-June, July is when coronavirus, coronavirus is going to be at its peak. So they're assuming that they will, as a whole league, pretty much have to shut down. Ugh. So there will be no... Fo- what the fuck? I mean, it's tough enough over summer when there's no footy. What are we supposed... How are we supposed to... This is... Has anyone... Adam, calm what? down. You're already going mad. <laughs> You're already going mad. I'm doing a fucking robbo. You've it's been, just, been alone uh, for too you know, long. <laughs> you know, what do we get? You know, I reckon get the people who 
had the wet markets in Wuhan. Yeah. Get them out here. And they have to explain to the AFL-loving public what they did wrong and seek uh, some sort of, you know, um, redemption from us. Or if mm. if we just have a league mm. to prevent the spread of it, we just have a league that it's only people with coronavirus. Like I only love people it. with I love coronavirus it. players. Mm. I mean, and then you could really build up the, the grand final saying it. this is literally going to be a fight to the death. <laughs> Well, what about, okay, here we go, another radical plan from Jung Time. This will probably be enforced within the fortnight. You put a, like a, the MCG becomes a biodome. Yeah, right? okay, yeah, put a roof on it, yeah. Put a roof on it, so all, how many players are there? Six, seven hundred players? Yeah, six a share. Yeah, so all 18 lists live at the MCG. We film it all, so there you've got more um, Big Brother type Perfect. content. Whether they get it or not, they're all in the same uh, bubble. So basically, if they don't have it, if no one can get in and out of the bubble, except for food, you know, which we screen, so they all live in there. They all play their games there. So you might get, or you get your nine games at the MCG. Not sure how the turf's going to hold up, but that's not our fucking problem. Mm -hmm. And they only play at the MCG, and all 18 teams are there. I think it can work. And if we film it too, like you said, like Big Brother style. um, I'm watching that. I'm watching Dusty go stir and, crazy. I mean, awesome. Like, it could be a beautiful story because, you know, these Big mm. Brother shows, they love a love, love interest. Yeah, that is very so true. So, a few relationships looming. Like, they're always the, the big kind of story points of those series. So, yeah. we could see, like, some really um, uh, uh, groundbreaking uh, stuff for Australian Rules football. Well, how about, to add a little bit of intrigue to that, you do get to vote a player out each week. Yeah, sure. You just go, oh, a bit of a, who's, you know, biggest flog, gone. I mean, is everybody going to vote for Toby Green every week, though? <laughs> <laughs> he's already gone, well, he, guys. Okay, he's already yeah, gone. You can't vote for him again. Can't get him back in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, just, uh, sorry. Well, just you touched on Toby Green. We were going to talk about. No, I didn't. Later, t- I didn't t- touch him. I didn't. He might have Corona. No, I didn't touch him. Mate, you rubbed his face into the ground. <laughs> he was saying that uh, in the grand final parade last year, that he copped it for the whole two-kilometer route of that parade. Like, just people just gave him a spray from start to finish, and he was like, fucking hell, this is the single worst day of my life. <laughs> oh, man. Imagine that. Like, you're like 50 metres into it. Because how long do you yeah. reckon it'd go for? Do you reckon it'd be about half an hour by the time you get from go to woe? Easily. Easily. And also, at the start. So, what would be weird is at the start, you know, as the cars start to peel off, you're sitting there until they start kind of moving. So, whether or not the people at the start of the line go, hey, Toby Green, you fucking grub. Yeah. And then they're still looking at you and you go, do you go, do you go again? Do you go, oh, what about, uh, you kick that guy in the face, you fucking filthy mongrel. And then you go, fucking hell, he's still there. i got to go again. It's, here it says, I would have been happier for them to drive the car a bit quicker. There were people three metres away just abusing me. <laughs> 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 After two kilometres, I thought, this is quite shit. <laughs> See, so congratulations, AFL fans. Oh, you dude, got in his I mean, kitchen. and I mean that wouldn't have been a predominant. I'm not, not saying predominantly uh, Giants fan. Like there'd be people from everywhere. But imagine if oh, they yeah. had played Collingwood, and yes. all the Collingwood, like the fifty thousand Collingwood fans lined up, he would have yeah, just yeah. fucking he would he'd given up. He got I'm getting off this car. I'm I'm, yeah. I'm running to the I'm running to the. But he can't get off. Like he's surrounded. He's just there's no there's no way out for that. Oh, dude, that's hilarious. So uh, what, what is going to happen? Eventually, it's looking like they were talking... So they're talking about maybe playing five games in three weeks for teams to try and, you know, um, you know speed up the, the length of it and then there might be a, a big delay and then we end up playing the grand finals perhaps in October. Yeah. I mean, it's just... 
Michael, it's just a day-by-day prospect at the moment. I just don't know Dude, how Dude, it's live. a bit terrifying too when they're talking about the pay. So they're talking about players maybe taking cuts, but also they'd say to clubs, try and find like, a f- I think it was $5 million. Try and find one, I think $1 million or $5 million. Um, yeah. Put that in your back pocket because with no crowd money, um, you're going to take big cuts to your budgets. The hard well, cap and the soft cap are going to be under threat. Well, most teams will because uh, are sponsors going to want to pay them? Any team that's got pokies, no one's going. Are you still going to the pokies? Are you taking that risk? Because, I mean, you know. They don't look well in the first place, the people that pokies. <laughs> well, they're doing all the right things, you know. They're chain smoking. They're sitting on a machine that other people have touched. They're I, not going to be around. I do find, though, the no crowds might suit yeah. some teams. <laughs> Here we go. Come off the long run. <laughs> Who, who would that suit best, do you mm, think? I think the Gold Coast Suns. Ah! It's, it's such a shame that the comedy <laughs> festival has been cancelled when you have got rolled gold like that that you'll never that will never be played to the audience. Uh, that is such people, a shame. people were pretty happy with that joke online, weren't they? It was just kind yeah. of insert club here. Um, mostly, mostly North Melbourne, and I, some people with GWS. Yeah, no, I, I would. I think. I think. If, I think if I had to make that joke, I'd go with the Suns. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's yeah. good. Because I don't. I don't know any. I don't want to be mean to people who brag for North. I mean, they've they've had it bad enough. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is good. This is good stuff. <laughs> so, comedy festival is cancelled, Adam. So we won't be able to do our shows anymore. Uh, uh, we'll give information about stuff. If people have bought tickets. Uh, we uh, everything's a bit of a. A fluster at the minute, I suppose. So once the dust settles, I have more information. But um, um, long story short, uh, if you did buy a ticket for our shows, we're fucking keeping it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'd like to do very well and not have to fucking perform. Although it's you're win-win. Th- you're it's th- win-win for us. You're through try booking though, Adam, aren't you? So you can refund the money yourself. <laughs> why, would, why, why would you say that on here? No, the, the, Adam the has said he will donate the money and he will double it. <laughs> as soon as I have the ability to refund it, it will yeah. be going back into your pockets. Yeah, sure. Um, I will still be doing a Sydney Comedy Festival show. Um, will you? Well, I mean, that hasn't been cancelled yet, and I'm not, I'm not going to okay. speak to the organisers of that. Not, not saying yeah, it will yeah. be, but that's May 15 and May 13 at the uh, Factory Theatre in Marrickville. Details well, can like be found at the Sydney Comedy Festival website. Yeah, well, I guess there you could probably screen all six people who are coming in, so... I'll fucking kill you, you low dog. Yeah, no, that's you want. But we were thinking, because there's not going to be, you're going to be quarantined, we want uh, the junk timers to get around us and tell a friend, spread the word about junk time. Because I was kind of looking at the, um, at our at our downloads and we've seen, to, we've hit like a nice plateau. We love our listeners, don't get me wrong. But hey, how about if you're out there, you love junk time, tell a friend. Tell a friend about it. Go, hey, spread the word. Have you heard these low dog cunts? They're very funny and you'll love them. And we've got now... We've got a huge back catalogue, so if there's no footy on, take yourself back to the heady days of when Richmond weren't winning shit and Hawthorne were up. And Yay! You love yeah. that era. That was the golden era of football, Adam. I mean, well, the game, the game's changed now. It's, you know, it's horrible to watch. It's a disaster. I mean, no, I, I mean, I've heard people say that come round one, they're not even, not even going to go. Not even going to go. They're going to boycott it. Hey, I feel bad for you too because it's now become a little bit of a round one tradition for the camera. On Channel Seven to show Mick Malloy, Andy Marr, Sam Pang, and you sitting there in the yes. corner uh, as as Richmond gallivants to a, a twelve goal lead at three quarter time. 
Yeah, see, I don't, I don't like your take there. Carlton came to within 10 points last year in and, our round one uh, game. And you're saying front bar is not going to be done with an audience? Uh, well, that is still up in the air. We oh, haven't exactly okay. decided that. So, um, But, yeah, I don't imagine that... Um, I don't think any shows will be done with an audience because of that, you know, putting people in a small room. And the exact thing you want them to do is expel as often and as hard as they can from their lungs. Yeah, sure, sure. And also other heartbreaking TV news, the beep test is not returning this year. and it was Because of coronavirus. Ah, oh, another victim. Because uh, it was good and it rated well. Um, and uh, so <laughs> if you want to call um, Fox Footy and complain, that'd be fantastic. Um, and thanks for telling yeah. me via email. That was good. You know who I'm really worried about though, Michael? You said the teams are going to have to, um, you know, uh, tighten the purse strings. Yeah. I hope that the boot stutter is not the first to go. We've got to worry about the little people, hey? Yeah, absolutely. Because there are people who are around clubs who, you know, if they're going to, if the season stops, they go, mate, we're not playing. We don't need our boots studded. Hey, uh, what, what does the- he do? What was he, he just, what, he's just sitting at home with a fucking room full of boots, just going, man, fucking what do I do? They're so clean. Would he I be can't pa- get him any cleaner. <laughs> Would he be paid, do you reckon? Or do you reckon maybe half of them are paid, half of them volunteer? Oh, look, I reckon someone like that would be paid. And, and you know, the one person who's not going to get coronavirus is the boot starter. His, his fucking job is to keep shit clean. <laughs> yeah, okay. You know, he's, he's fucking, you could lick him to death and you're not going to get anything from that man. How do you think a game will actually go without a crowd? So, you know, you get momentum from crowds. You yep. kick three goals in a row when you're five goals down. You get that. Do you think that... Games will just not have the same impact. Will they have the same urgency? Because it's, it's almost yeah. like you're watching like a, a match practice. Um, and also, I look at the fixture and you go, like if you're a Victorian team or something, and you go, sheesh, mm. wouldn't mind playing a couple of games in Perth um, while this band's going on? Wouldn't mind playing a couple of teams in Adelaide while this band's going on? Oh, that's a really good point. Yeah. I never thought of that. So you don't get that packed house. Because, I mean, obviously taking on, you know, 50,000 South Australians, it's tricky. I've tried it yeah, before. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. Um, and I wonder how much of the uh, umpiring is just going to be a lot more... That's a good point, yeah. We could get let it fair, go. fair umpires for the first time in our life. Thank you, coronavirus. <laughs> You'd be good. walking off the thing, watching the TV going, fuck, Razor Ray's a really good umpire. Yeah. And actually, he seems good. like a really good bloke, too. <laughs> <laughs> I like him. I like him. And that's hey, the other thing, I think it was Jack Rewalt saying, sorry to cut you off, but I'm more important, that uh, mm. I think it was Jack Rewalt saying that, uh, uh, you know, with no crowd, that they'll be able to hear that each other talk. Like they can, you know, hear, that, hear what the players are saying to each other. So it's like, I rooted your mum, that kind of stuff. And he was like, I'm, not, re- so. I'm not really sure the audience is ready for what we say to each other. And I guess, too, when the runner's delivering his message, he's going to have to be a lot quieter. He's going to he's gonna put yeah, it on a yeah. piece of paper and just say, just read that quickly, then yeah, destroy yeah, the evidence. Then eat it. That is really interesting, isn't it? Huh. Yeah. So you do wonder what it's going to do to our great game, but I'll tell you what probably won't change is it won't be a high-scoring shootout, which is what we all want from football. Ruined by two men, really, when you think about it. Ross Lyon and Alastair Clarkson, probably the two architects of turning our game into dour shit fights. And yet these two men this week have come out and said, we need to open the game up. We want high scoring. Yeah, yeah, do you? Do you, you fucking idiots? Well, I think they both say that we should get down to 16 players. Yeah, get rid of the wings. Why are the wings always cop it? Does that mean that the wingmen are actually kind of not really needed? 
Like, it's, are they kind of, kind of a bit of forgotten sound. people? You know what you should get rid of? You want high-scoring games? Get rid of your fucking centre-half back and your full-back. So then you've got full forward just fucking roaming free. So you get a back pocket trying to punch the ball clear. You got your, your wings can come down if they want. Okay, so we have like a 6-8-4 a rule. Yes. So the yeah, back yeah. line, you're only allowed four people in there at all times. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you got four wingmen, two wingmen each team. What? So they get a fucking... They're going to fucking bolt down there. Otherwise, you're outnumbered six to four in the forward line. I, I like don't know. It. I don't know why. I don't know if they did this in the Waffle or Sandfall or whatever, but back in the VFA, now VFL, yes, essentially, um, they would have 16 players. They have no wings. Yeah. Do you know why that was? But Do you think that was because maybe they were playing on smaller grounds or something? Um, that, that's a really difficult question without notice, my friend. Oh, sheesh. Sorry, man. I hate when I do that. I would say, you know, that probably was born out of the war. And they just went, fuck, we lost Davo and uh, uh, the other Davo <laughs> yeah. off, off, the, off the wings. Okay. And so they go, we, we shan't replace them out of respect. Yeah, and yeah, then okay. it, just, it was just a knock-on effect that they never actually replaced them. And Unless so any, any competition that has wingmen is uh, spitting in the face of our fallen soldiers. Well, don't say spitting in the face in this current climate. Well, then yeah, also, um, then by that logic, then if this Corona mm. thing wipes out as many people oh. as they say, so we yeah. we could actually go down to sixteen if we're going to do do it like they did during obviously World War One. Yeah, yeah. What well, could pe- be thirteen aside? People didn't. People, well, I'm just say didn't come back. Mm. There were going to be some people that won't come back. So, anyway, so what happens when the first player gets it? So is it going to well, be like the NBA where they shut everything down? Because I think someone I, did a, I think I saw online a kind of a graph, and someone said all the thirty odd teams yeah. were all going to kind of be intermingled by the the quirk of the draw. So yep. basically, it's a bit like that old um, uh, HIV ad years ago, and it had like a couple, and then they're like, yeah, but who did they sleep with, and who did that person sleep with? So a little yeah, bit right, of a graph. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was, it was pretty hot. <laughs> 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 so what? Yeah, it's the idea or. Is the idea that once someone gets it, then that's it? Well, no. So they're talking about uh, offering teams up uh, supplementary players. So there might be a mid-season draft, so you can top up in case someone does have to be quarantined for fourteen days. So if I was, if I'm Carlton this week, right? Mm-hmm. I am giving say, it to for your example, bottom five players. No, no, no. I'm sending uh, someone to tail Dusty. You don't, you don't tag during the game. Uh, you okay. say. Say you know, for example, Peter Dutton, right? You're not going to use him, but example, you know he's been in close contact with someone. Peter Dutton Dutton will just blend into the crowd. You won't even know he's there. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. But you send someone this week to hang out with Dusty, get close to him, bang, bang, bang. All of a sudden he tests positive. He's not playing Thursday night. Mm -hmm. Blue baggers, you're in with a chance. Off you go. Yeah. Hey, there's some good news out there. Hang on. Do you think that uh, taking... Don't ever fucking tell me to hang on, mate. Do you think getting rid of the wingman opens up our games, we get high scoring back? Uh, you imagine so, but also the idea coaches will then find a way. It's all about the clogging in the forward line, isn't it? Like that seems what? to be the kind of the zoning and that stuff. Like it doesn't the zoning. It's the zoning. Ban zoning. Just get rid of zones. No one likes a zone. No one's like no one likes it on public transport. No one likes it uh, in when they've got a park. Zones worldwide, fucking ban them. So you know, remember Remember how annoying when you used to have your DVD and it'd be like, it's not, uh, you can't play it in this zone. Oh, no dude. One that. Dude. Yeah. It's not for this region. Fuck off, mate. So I suppose... That's why everything from Thailand was fucking great. The only kind of way to really make a rule to, you know, mm. is to have, have a rule that, you know, eight people are allowed in or 
10 people are allowed in, but you can't have the whole like, team in the in the Ford 50. Uh, mate, you turn into bloody netball next. But then it's impossible, like how you work that out, you know. Oh, oh you go forward, I'll go back and we switch and... Here, here's an idea. You um, remove Alistair Clarkson from football. <laughs> yeah, okay. How about that? That's fucking great. I reckon <laughs> people get behind that one. <laughs> yeah, no, it's an, I know a Port Adelaide fan. He'd probably be a big fan of that. <laughs> but there's some good news, Adam. Really? Amidst all this doom and gloom, there's a bright, sunny moment, is mm-hmm. there? Yep. Yes- what do you got for me? Yesterday, I bought a roll of toilet paper. <laughs> Did you? Oh, mate, I had to go three supermarkets to get a roll of toilet paper. Yeah, yeah. And the third one I went into, the um, shelves were empty, so I'm standing there, and then this guy comes up and goes, oh, mate, he goes, I just saw the truck rock up. There's a delivery beam put through the back. It goes to be out in like 10 minutes. So we stood around at the supermarket like a fucking loser. And it, it wasn't hoarding. I actually needed yeah. toilet paper. And did they have a limit of one per person? They did. One pack per person. And uh, the, the shelves were clear of pasta except for uh, wholemeal. Yeah. People are like, oh, I'm going to die. Oh, but I'm not eating that shit. <laughs> it's like fucking, you know, how desperate are you when you go, oh, I still want the good shit. Yeah. I don't know if you saw the footage, but um, I punched on with three women. In a Sydney <laughs> <laughs> supermarket last weekend. Fair enough, man. It was it was your right to do so. Uh, so good news last week. So in Hobart Airport. Nice. That's where all the good news comes from. Basically, nice, nice place, it's Hobart the, Airport. It's the epicenter of uh, of fun. So there was a fan. There was a fan. Uh, let me see. She Jay Gardner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, her flight to Melbourne be cancelled. She wanted to go to um the women's T Twenty final. Oh, who didn't? Who didn't? We try. We were trying to break the world record for the most uh, attended women's sports event ever, and we fell six thousand short. Disappointing, Melbourne. You let yourselves down. And so the flight got cancelled. So she's like, "Oh bugger, I'm not going to get to the game." Yeah, that's fair enough. And then she approached Andrew McLeod. <laughs> he was there with um, uh, Crows uh, W uh, AFLW assistant coach uh, Narelle Smith, just to get a you know how you doing, get a photo. Yeah. Get a snap. Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She tells them the story, and they go, "Oh, dude, we'll buy your flight." Is that right? They bought the border a flight to to Melbourne for the game. That's amazing. So she just wanted to get a little happy snap and have a bit of a chat to kind of cheer herself up. I, I, all right. Here's, here we go. Like I, I don't want to shit on this story, but I will. I reckon uh, Jay Gardner has a little bit of a thing where she's like, oh, my flight got cancelled. <laughs> oh, here's someone famous at Hobart Airport. Because, you know, people are always going down there for sporting events or to Mona. She'll be over there going, oh, yeah, my flight got cancelled to Melbourne. I was going to – I've got family there. Have you got five bucks so I can get on the plane? Oh, so and I don't have – I don't have any money for accommodation either. Uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't mind sitting up. I've got a bit of a phobia of the back of planes as well. I love sitting in one <laughs> one A or B. Um, yeah, yeah I, like I, I, I think I've got a condition too where I need to drink wine on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> that needs to be pre-ordered, by the way, with yeah. the cheese platter. So they <laughs> dip it in their pocket and they bought her a, um, a, a virgin flight. How cool was that? Well, they, that, that's very nice. That's that's what that's what you want to that's what you want to hear in footy. It's and just it, people being nice. I wonder if if Tyson Edwards came up to him and went, hey, uh, hey Andrew, I uh, I need some money to get back going. And been like, yeah, you fucking <laughs> no, you, you fucking low dog. But also, it sets a bit of a precedent. Like I hope I I, mm. I reckon for footballers' sake, they're hoping not too many people saw this story. 
Yeah, yeah. Tell, because okay, now, he, if you see them go. at the airport, you just walk yeah, up and timers. you just go like, "Hey, I've got no flight." Uh, yeah. Andrew McLeod paid for it, and and Narelle Smith paid for it. So, yeah. are you a good bloke? Are you a bad bloke? Yeah, junk timers. Um, I would be getting up in fucking Andrew McLeod's grill every time you see him, even if it's not at the airport. Just go, oh, Andrew McLeod, fucking. I want to uh, buy pie. Nan- Nando's just shut. Can you shout me a floater? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you bought a fucking flight for her, like in a yeah. last minute flight. Would have cost a lot of money. You're not even going to exactly. get me a little chicken meal at Nando's, although that is yeah. a lot of money as well. Actually, Nando's is quite expensive. <laughs> That's true. That's why you don't eat there, is it? And what about staying with AFLW and the stars and they're donating and this is the worst segue you've ever heard. But Daisy Pierce has come out and said that Dustin Martin is the greatest player of all time. The go-pat, as they say. Now, would she... I'm not sure of Daisy's age, but she probably didn't grow up when Zach Dawson was at his peak. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> she's 31 I reckon she might have seen uh, the she would have been yeah she would have yeah she would have yeah. because his prime is from what 2006 I suppose through to, to 2006 2006 <laughs> 2015 <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah that's prime years yeah yeah, so she says that he's the greatest player of all time and he's, he's in the he's in the argument you know when you get in an argument you're like you're fucking at the pub you just go, who do you reckon is the best? And someone says, oh, Gary Ablett Sr. And someone says, Gary Ablett Jr. Someone says, Nathan Ablett, obviously. Um, and then someone pulls a knife out and goes, I reckon Dusty. And you're like, Mr. Martin, how did you get back in the country? <laughs> <laughs> and she reckons if he keeps going at the same rate that he's been going for the last seven or eight years for another five, he will be the greatest player of all time. Michael, Discuss. Question without notice. As, mm. he, as the way he keeps going for another five or six years, yeah, I reckon. I reckon. Well, he's got one Brownlow. He's got two Norm Smiths yeah, in sure. grand final winning teams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I reckon if he stays at that level, he is in the argument. But also, a mm. lot of these arguments are about the last 50 years. You know what I mean? Oh, are we missing a lot of players? I are think so. Ch- Chaz Brownlow, which should he be in the should he be in the in the conversation? Well, he, I don't know if he played. He was an administrator, so probably check your facts on that shit, mate. <laughs> like you'd argue that Gordon. You never saw him. You never saw him at under 14s, mate. He fucking dominated, but also when he did the records after the game, they're like fucking hell, Chaz. You these accounts, mate. These are fucking top notch. We're going to name a medal after you. Well done. Like I feel like we um, underrate Gordon Coventry for his achievements. Really? Just by the fact he kicked about tw- he kicked twelve hundred or whatever in about three hundred games, but then you think yeah. back to when he did it, and what the ovals would have been like, what mm. the uni- what even the boots would have been like. Yeah, and but the, most of the backmen he played on were had Spanish flu. Well, so, well, you know. and also one umpire who probably didn't see a lot of what backmen were doing. I think he oh, doesn't I'd... get enough hype. It, someone made the point. I think it was on the beep test last year when they said, you know, John Coleman kicked how many goals or whatever, and they go, why is the why is it the Coleman medal and not the Coventry medal then? Yeah, that's a good point. I think his Coleman was uh, the, the showbiz star of the day. Yes, 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 yes. The glamour forward, I think you'll find it, uh, yeah. is put at him. Yeah, that's that's very true. So, I, I don't know. From, who's your, who do you reckon is the best of all time? I Well, again, I, I don't have that, you know, depth of knowledge by the fact I wasn't there in 1933. But yeah. you probably go from Gary Ablett Sr., Lee Matthews, 
Was Gary Ablett Senior the best ever, or was he consistent enough? Yeah, the Duck. Probably not as consistent as, say, the Duck. And the Duck did more off-field. Well, no, did he, though? But uh, there's a lot going on. Did more off-field? What do you mean? <laughs> no, I was going to say. Wait, like that no. should count to... Barbecues. I, mean, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if the Duck's off-field <laughs> behaviour really <laughs> puts him up the, la- up the ladder. Well, in terms of a fully rounded footballer, <laughs> but then okay, but then a Dustin, model, a model of <laughs> model of footballer. Yeah, yeah, yeah gotcha. exactly. But, but like if you had to build a, if, if you had to build a duck a, a, a football in a laboratory, mm, and you mm. had to combine both physical ability and yeah, self destructive personality traits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, then, I, fuck, who do you put number one there? That is tough. Lee Matthews. I don't know whether he did enough off field, so that, therefore he drops down a few pegs. Yeah, it's a no, real you're shame. right. You're right. I never heard about Lee Matthews urinating in a nightclub. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's why Alan Didak, as much as he's not generally in this conversation, fuck, he roars into it when you add outside influences. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it would probably go uh, best players of all time, considering football talent and off field. So yeah. Yeah. Ben Cousins by a mile then, surely. Yeah, exactly. That is true. We've already found. And <laughs> I mean, yeah, very, very foolish what to, to say, Daisy, the, what you've said, because yeah. Cuz is obviously yeah, a you step above. Through. And also, oh, how, how far away off we are the uh, the Cuz interview? That's the a good five question, The five-day interview, the, the interrogation that Basil Zemplis put him through. Yeah, I know, that's a very good question. I think I saw a commercial or something, or maybe a bit of a promo online. Oh, have you? I haven't I seen anything. But it was just kind of Cousins walking towards the camera, kind of in a... Sh- in, Shade and shadow. That so, probably took five days to film. Yeah, well, it's in slow motion, so he had to kind of, he had to kind yeah. of just move really slowly, and that's really hard because he's twitching a lot. <laughs> Come on! Yeah, yeah, Come yeah. on! A lot of quality jokes that are. That's very good, mate. It's, Fuck, it's a shame the comedy festival's not going <laughs> ahead. You are on fire, my friend. It's a very, very sad situation. Yeah. Um. Well, oh, footballers in real life, Adam. Yes, hit me. Okay. Oh. Fucking wanted to do that all my fucking life. Since I've known you. Yeah. Uh, from Gibraltar, last week I went in to pick up a fancy cake for my wife's 30th. Happy birthday. Uh, from the French Lettuce on Nicholson Street. Do you know that one, Adam? The French Lettuce? The French no, I lettuce. don't, but that, it must be in my neighbourhood. Yeah, no, it's Nicholson Street, not too far from you. Yeah, um, absolutely. Uh, as I was waiting to be served behind a couple, I noticed a tall bloke sitting outside. Uh, I looked closer and recognised him as Richmond cult hero Ivan Marich. Hey. Oh, there you go. He must have been friends with the couple in the bakery and was waiting for them. He was wearing soccer studs and matching top and shorts of a soccer team I didn't recognise. I went outside to shake, oh, I went to shake the great man's hand and told him what a big Richmond fan I was. Oh, luck out. Check out. Corona. Don't touch him. Yeah, no. Um, go near it. I didn't have the guts to tell him... Uh, Soldo is my favourite Ivan now. After I got, a, got my cake, I watched Marix and the couple get into the car together and drive off. Fantastic. It's a little bit, uh, it's more Fitzroy than where I am, but uh, I'm sure it's a lovely bakery, the French Lettuce. They should come on board and sponsor us. That's the kind of, that's the kind of sponsorship you would expect as an MCC member. Yeah, but I'm a gluten-free guy, so I can't really eat that stuff. Uh, that's, that, I'm sorry to hear that. Um, this is a football in real life from a while back mm. um, via Charlie Clawson, friend of the show. Oh, yeah. So he got on a plane. Can't remember where he was flying, but he, um, mm-hmm. he said he got to his seat and looked behind him on the row right behind him, and he said, oh, that guy's um, quite handsome. And mm-hmm. he thought he was a model or actor or something. And yeah. it was um, Jagger. Jagger Amira? Yeah, yeah. 
Is that all the details we've got? I mean, Charlie Clawson knows how this fucking thing works. Is that everything? Oh, well, you just told me in conversation, like, it wasn't, like, written out for me or anything. I think he might have been going to Queensland. Like, might have been going to Brisbane, I think. And that's, this is disappointing, mate. You have dropped the ball here. But I'm told that um, Jager and Coniglio are, like, so tight. Like, yeah. they'll show up to, like, club functions, like, plus ones and stuff. Yeah. Someone and because they're, they're Perth boys, is that right? Is that how they're buddies? That's a good question, actually. Someone I think they are. I think that's where they know each other from because they never played at AFL level together. Someone told me that they um, there was a, like a health on club function and Coniglio was there and they were like, um, you kind of have to leave the room because we know, you can't see what we're about to say. <laughs> <laughs> what? As in... I don't know. I don't know. Were there, were there supporters there? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. That's just what I heard, mate. Hey, it's what I just fucking heard, okay? Um, shoot the messenger here. Uh, from Annie. Uh, saw Crows Ruckman Riley O'Brien. To go from Source Jacobs last year at Will Anderson's show at the Adelaide Fringe. He was with a female parter, partner and they made a cute couple. Oh, that is lovely. And what a... No- see, they got to see some comedy and now it's all taken away from them. Mm. Thanks for that, Annie. Mm. I wonder if people... I suppose Adelaide people would be all over uh, all over Riley O'Brien, wouldn't they? Yeah, for sure. For there, that's, you know, that, that kind of two-team town. You'd be across yeah. people. Like, I reckon there'd be times people just walk past footballers in real life. Like, we're missing a lot of them. By the fact yeah, that, that is very true. Just don't realise. Yeah, it's a shame. Uh, from Chris, was down at Bunnings over the break and ran into a potential Carlton footballer. Are you a Silvani? I said. Yes, I am. He said. At this stage, I reckon he thinks I'm another Carlton fanboy like Adam. Mm-hmm. I took your mum to the year twelve year twelve social. Tell you, tell her Chris says get eight. Wow. A cool, <laughs> a coolie walk away, two dollar paintbrush in hand and sausage in the other. Not a second look. Hashtag true story. Hashtag no pash. Hashtag what? regrets. Oh. And it was Jack Silvani. Yes, it was Jack Silvani. Yeah, yeah. So Chris obviously took uh, Joe Silvani to the Year 12 social. Wow. Well, there you go. And I'm sure that uh, that would have rattled Jack because you don't want to hear that about your mum. No, that's a good go, point. That's a good point. Mum's only ever had one sexual partner. Yeah, and yeah. that's disgusting enough as it is. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, you don't really want to pry too much into your parents' dating history, I suppose. I wonder if he did go home. Mum was at Bunnings. Who? Oh, yeah, how was it? Guess who I ran into? Who? Chris. And then a who little tear came, came down her cheek. Yeah. She's like the one that got away. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. She kind of just looks out the window and kind of go, oh, yeah. oh man, here I am, stuck yeah. in this four-story mansion. <laughs> with, with, with that ugly motherfucker, Steve, <laughs> with my three handsome boys. Yeah. God oh, damn it. The life I could have had. I could have been at Bunnings. But <laughs> <laughs> Buying $2 paintbrushes. Uh, anyway, thanks for your... Uh, for your message there, Chris. That's cool. I, I I really cringe when I hear stories about formals and proms and all that kind of stuff. I can't handle it. I find all that high school teenage stuff. I just get, ugh, you know. Did you did you do a formal? Did you have a high school formal? Yeah, yeah. And are you still in touch with the lady that you took? No, actually, that's a good question. No, no. Um, Why not? What happened? Talk us through it, mate. We've got a couple of minutes at the end of the end of the pod. Let us get it <laughs> off your chest. Because <laughs> uh, I got her pregnant, so I thought I'd hightail pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> and just quickly, we've got a, uh, a few uh, spots left in the uh, Junk Time Supercoach League. So quickly, if you want to write down these numbers, 442080. 442080. 
192 Jump in those leagues. The other ones are full. Looking forward to playing you all season. Junk Timers. We are Junk Time uh, AFL Pod at Gmo on Twitter, on Facebook, and the Gram. Gonna catch you later. Go Hooks. Go Corona. Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.